Uh, welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. Uh, good to be with you. Good to be back in the studio. If for those of you who don't know, maybe didn't recognize that music, um, we did not pay for any rights to music or anything like that. But it may sound, it like, may David sound Crowder, like David Crowder. Forgiven is the name of the song. Just, uh, but it may sound like that. I don't know. May sound like yeah. that. But we we just thought it'd be a nice intro because our topic yet Maybe again that'll today. Maybe be our intro. That could be. We'll cool. see if it sounds good. It may I'll, sound terrible. I'll have to ask David Crowder. Would you, you know, lend us he your probably music? Wouldn't care. He probably wouldn't care. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I don't know him, so that's pretty arrogant for <laughs> me to write say him, that. Write him a letter. Yeah. See if he'll hey, approve David. it. So, hey, David. Crowder yeah. man. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, forgiveness is a topic uh, again, a two-part kind of two-part series on forgiveness. Last week, we looked at verse 12. We began looking at verse 12 of Matthew chapter 6, which is the Lord's Prayer. And we talked about forgive us our debts, and we talked about forgiveness kind of in general. Uh, and this week, we're tackling the second half of that verse, which is um, as we... Well, well, how does it... Which, I'm not which really version tackling are, the second half of the verse. Well, we kind of are. I mean, yeah. we're, I mean in a yes, roundabout way, we're okay. dealing with... Anyway. We're dealing with forgiveness. Uh, we're, we're dealing with forgiveness. we're mainly focusing on, on the experience of forgiving others right. and receiving forgiveness. So, and this, the end of that verse says, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Yes. Or, or, yes, it does. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why that's why we're talking about forgiveness. And because it's in the Bible. Because it's in the Bible. <laughs> Thank you. Otherwise we wouldn't <laughs> otherwise we'd talk about ice cream all the time. That's not in the Bible. Uh, it should be. Oh. Well there was what about the slushy wars? What? Was the slushy wars from Veggie Tales? Is that you no, know that's the not in the Bible. That's yeah. not in the Bible? No. The Veggie Tales were not they in took the Bible. some liberty. Yeah. Uh You've crushed my world. Sorry. That was easy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where are tomatoes. we? We've already done two minutes here. I feel like I'm in a time warp. Um, yeah, we so, are yeah. talking about forgiveness. We have a harvest dinner coming up on November 3rd. November 3rd, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Uh, Palouse Food Pantry. We've talked about it before. If you're listening to this in the future, this announcement is irrelevant. And you missed a really great dinner. Yeah. Or you're listening to this as you walk to the dinner. Yeah. Who knows? Your earbuds. That would yeah, be weird. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway. uh, that's what's coming up, the Harvested Community Dinner. Yep, and yep, uh, that's yep. going to be fun. Always good food. And we get to celebrate a great community partner. In, in, um, and this year we're recognizing the food pantry. And for those of you who want, you could also bring a, a food, a non-perishable food donation, uh, help stock those shelves. We need to do a big um, post about that. Maybe we will with be, this podcast yeah. or something. Uh, well, we will be uh, presenting them a check for some money that we raised as part of our Palouse Days Buffalo Barbecue, and then hopefully they can go home with, you know, a truckload of canned goods. <laughs> and uh, we've talked about doing a video, a video. What do you call it? Video. A video. A video podcast, a video something cast, like that, a vidcast, yeah, um, from down there, yeah, showing people the the food pantry. Yeah, it'd okay. be fun. Um, all right. Well, what do you got? What have I got? I'm you, not teaching this <laughs> week. You're not, I'm supposed I, to. Talk I am about sitting. I am sitting again. at the feet of the master. Oh my goodness! Looking Tim. to learn. Oh, and you're not sitting at my feet. 
I you could. are sitting straight across from me. Your feet are no. across from my feet. <laughs> okay, well, gosh, I don't know where to start. Um, I mean, I already have my sermon kind of written. Uh, I need to write a few more things, but I, I, I kind of know what I want to talk about. So I just think the experience of being forgiven, um, receiving forgiveness, and offering forgiveness is huge. Um, and, you know, I think if we really want God's kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth, including our lives, um, we got to be people who experience forgiveness. Um, and, and there's, there's two sides to that. There is the, the willingness to offer mercy and the extending of an offer of forgiveness. And there's, there's the receiving um, receiving forgiveness when it's offered to you. Am I making sense, Tim? Um, I think so. Okay. There's giving and receiving yeah. of forgiveness. Yeah. So somebody asked me for forgiveness this week. Really? Uh, yeah, from, from over almost 20 years ago. Wow. Uh, and out of the blue, um, through hearing the sermon on Facebook. What? Through Are you just making friends. this up? No, haven't we talked about this no. yet? No. Okay. Are you Why serious? Would, I'm serious. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. I thought okay. Sorry. Cool. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we, we haven't talked start... about this yet. Our well, week has been kind of yes, true crazy okay. here. Yeah. And forgive me. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I won't get into the details, no, no. especially on a national radio show like this. Just <laughs> yes, a national podcast. This, I mean, we this is listened to all the way in Michigan. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how it gets and there. places in between. Yeah. Yeah, and Spokane. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe places in between. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, what was I saying? Like uh, so somebody that, you know, Tina and I had a, had a ministry role with uh, many, many years ago. Uh, there was a break in the relationship without getting into details. And, and the person listened to the message and reached out and, for their end of it, offered uh, an apology and asked for forgiveness. And, and, and I received that and and uh, gladly offered forgiveness. But I also apologized for my end of the relationship and, mm. and extended um, and, uh, you know, um, an opportunity to forgive me, if you want to put it that way. And it was good. I mean, it, it went both ways is what I'm trying to say. Well, and that's I think kind that's of an interesting point, goes, though, right? right? Because, I mean, we don't want to... It's, it's not that somebody's always wronged us. Sometimes... Right. Uh, sometimes we've wronged somebody else, and and in relationships, which are oftentimes very complex, sometimes we talked about that uh, at Bible study too. That sometimes there's like a mess of people involved, <laughs> right, right, and, and it can be difficult to navigate that and to and to work through that as a group. But it's still important that we do that, right? Yep, it can definitely be uh, more than two sided. It can be multi sided, yeah, multi sided, yeah. and it it can. As I was saying in one of the services on Sunday, it can be four-dimensional, you know, meaning it, it it has a life to it over time too. Yeah. You know, the wounds become can become historic wounds in a sense that you're you're not only hurt by the original wound, you're you're hurt yeah, by it, the pain you continue to yeah, experience. And that and, shapes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your growth and yeah. yeah, and even another generation of people can sometimes be shaped by it. Let's say a parent yeah. doesn't talk to their to their parent anymore so there's you know a ch adult child not talking to their parent 
well, then sometimes that, that grandparent doesn't get to talk to their grandchild, and the mm-hmm. grandchild is wounded by that and maybe mad at their parent or something for not yeah. being able to have a relationship yeah. with That's their grandchild. Really Things like that, that can un- happen. Unforgiveness can have real lasting consequences. Yeah. And I don't know, I was thinking about that in my sermon. I tried to work it in, you know, just that God help us with our unforgiveness. Because I think um, there we do a lot more damage to ourselves than we know. Now, but I want to talk about this big point. And I, I you know, again, we can only control our side of it. Uh, so my big point that I want to talk about is, Someone is not forgiven necessarily just because we offer forgiveness. And I think this is maybe a misunderstanding that some people have. Like, well, they didn't own it or they didn't say they're sorry. Well, that doesn't... You still should get to a place where you're um, trying to extend mercy to them. You're offering forgiveness. I don't think forgiveness completely happens until they've admitted the wrong and, and repented. But that's where what forgiveness is and how people define it, 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 it gets a little hairy, right? Um, yeah. But uh, we are called as followers of Christ to forgive others as, as he forgave us. You know, you can read Ephesians 4.32, which I think I'll go ahead and um, get ready to, to read that here pretty soon. But but if that's true, then then we have to be ready to do that. But Christ... Christ made forgiveness of me possible, but I also had to admit that I needed that, right? So if, I, if I'm if i choosing to extend you mercy, if you come to me and you confess, well, then it, you know, forgiveness is going to happen and, and maybe even reconciliation and, uh, you know, so perhaps a restored relationship. But, um, but if I come to you and say, you know, you wronged me and I'm willing to forgive you, even you say the words, I forgive you, but if you say, you know, get I away don't from want me, your forgiveness. Right, then forgiveness actually hasn't, hasn't happened. happened. I don't think. And I know some people have been troubled by it. But that doesn't mean that what I did was wrong. I could have extended the offer of forgiveness. Uh, you know, so. So what you're saying is that forgiveness, in order for forgiveness to happen, it has to be offered and received. Yeah, don't you think? It's, it's, like, a, it's like a gift. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still a gift. If you don't receive the gift, then it's not really a yeah. gift. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just something I have. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Uh, yeah, and there was something else I was going to say with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. You, you didn't. your track there. No, that, that is right on. Um, so... What do you what do you think about forgiveness? Well, my my mind is regathering, <laughs> repopulating my idea center. Uh, yeah. No, I. Um, this is what happens at the end of a long week. When we oh, it's on... not even the end, Tim. And, it is not even no, the end right, of a long week. Not. It will be later later are... in the week instead of earlier in the week when we usually do this, and our brains aren't quite yeah. ready for podcasts. Well, but, uh, let me say that I am trying to. Um, make this sermon a real encouraging one and a bold one and for me and for those listening that that if there is something that you feel is unmovable unforgivable in your life um that perhaps god could help you not just through my sermon but the scriptures that i'm going to bring up yeah. um, to take a step towards seeing that that change now we can't control the people who have wounded us but 
but we can control what we're holding in and what we're not even willing to talk about or forgive. And there, there's, you know, there's things in my life. Uh, I'm not going to talk about them here on this nationally syndicated show. Not going to air your now grievances. It's, now we're syndicated. Uh, but there's things that I wish were not so. And mm-hmm. I've been working on one uh, particularly, totally unrelated to the one that came out of the blue because of uh, the Facebook. But uh, it's hard. I'm writing a letter, you know, and yeah. trying to figure out how do I... How do I communicate with this person? Um, I, you know, so I would say if you find yourself out there and you're in that place where um, you know that there's something broken, maybe it's two-sided, maybe it's multi-sided, maybe it was pretty one-sided. I don't know. Um, I encourage you to to pray about it and to try. I know that sounds really simple, but to to try uh, to let God. Um, do what he has asked us to do through you. Mm-hmm. Um, it so. is uh, definitely more complicated than we would maybe like it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, more difficult than we would like it to be. If we're being honest about yeah, it is true forgiveness as opposed to that kind of, I don't know, uh, watered down kind of Oprah... Oprah yeah. forgiveness that we've talked about just, in the past. Just get it, or out, of your get soul, it out of your throw soul. Throw it off your back, kind of. Real deep, lasting forgiveness, meaningful forgiveness, and at the same, and I feel like as hard as that is, like there's something after that that we're not really talking about. And you've mentioned the word a couple of times, and this reconciliation and mm-hmm. restored relationship, and I'm like. Where are we gonna get there? Where are we gonna get there? Um, <laughs> that and, that was the idea that like, fell away from me. Yeah, keep I going. Just, I don't know. I mean, I mean, how? I can't. This the story that you shared, even of something from. I mean, sometimes we carry stuff with us, and I get that. And then sometimes I think, you know, twenty years ago, maybe I've forgotten about like. I mean, how do you receive that? I mean, when oh, somebody comes to you, you hadn't forgotten no, about it. No. So I mean, it was a it was so, a, a a big enough hurt of some sort that it stayed with you. But I don't I I just think I'd be shocked if somebody from twenty years ago came up to me oh, and, we and shocked, I would be like, yeah. wait, what? Who? Who? <laughs> what do I do with this? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that that'd be really interesting to process that. And then how how like what do you do after this forgiveness? Then what? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, then what? That's a really good question. It, it, and I think you can say, well, is this a relationship that God is wanting to like bring full full reconciliation to um, where we, you know, can, I don't know, bless each other in some way going forward? Is this, you know, now just kind of, well, this is what needed to happen. You know, the, we needed to have this and... forgiveness and move on. Is there some justice that needs to happen? Mm. And I and I think we we don't want to just equate these words all together and just say forgiveness is reconciliation and forgiveness is justice. You know that um, the these three things are are different and distinct words, but interconnected and important. So you know, uh, big news story of a police officer who you know, wrongly shot somebody in his own apartment and a family member forgave her. They didn't really have a friendship, so there was no, you know, friendship to reconcile. But um, 
but the brother of, of the victim, you know, hugged the uh, convicted murderer. Um, but then there's also a justice reality of she was found guilty of her crime. And, but that doesn't mean she can't be forgiven by a wounded party, mm-hmm. you know. And I think in our own life, uh, we can extend forgiveness. Um, it can be uh, received um, but there might also there might also be an element of justice, you know. So that and that that gets that gets messy in real life. Um, you know, it may you know a business associate does you wrong or something. Well, you may have coffee together, choose to forgive them, uh, but you may not reconcile and do business together. Um, you may. Um, there may be consequences legally. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, that kind of reminds me of that uh, parable of the unforgiving servant. Ah, do you want me um, to to the, read that? That's or, just uh, like a really. Um, it's really convicting, right? And and it's like you, the servant who has been forgiven a great debt, goes out. You'd think he. I mean, you'd think he'd learn something from that, but he goes out, finds somebody who owes him a much smaller debt and basically demands, yeah. you know, payment on the spot right. or whatever. And and that's so... If we've been forgiven something so big, it seems like little forgiveness should be easier for us. Yeah. Uh, or Well, any sort of forgiveness, especially when you consider the kind of... Uh, sin that we've been forgiven in Christ, and what is it that keeps us from being so, or what is it keep that keeps us from forgiving? Yeah, well, I know for me, it's often my desire to be right, or my pride, or my arrogance. Hey, we have a friend coming in here. Uh, the uh, the the line that uh, that jumps out to me that you were referring to is. You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had had mercy on you. Um, God's had mercy on us and the the response is we should become somebody who's been merciful. And so connecting that to the Lord's Prayer, uh, you know, Jesus isn't saying, I'm not going to forgive you until you've forgiven others, but we're not really experiencing God's forgiveness if he, if we, we haven't been shaped by it enough that we're forgiving mm. others. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, so we have to really spend time thinking about how are we forgiven. And that's when Paul writes in Ephesians. Um, I'm going to read Ephesians 4, 30 through 32. He writes, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Um, mm. I think it's all right there for me. Um, the Holy Spirit's going to convict us um, to let go of our bitterness, our wrath, and our anger. Um, that's you know kind of what gets in the way, what we hang on to. Instead, we need to be kind to one another. Um, we need God's help to do that. And we need to forgive one another. Um, but our example and the power for our forgiveness is, is Christ. 
right? Um, so, yeah, that's all I got, really. I mean, forgiveness is huge. We're going to move on from it next week, but we yeah. can't move on in life. Yeah. And uh, um, if you are someone who sees yourself as fairly unforgiving, I think this part of the Lord's Prayer should really challenge you. Like, what if you are not willing to be merciful? Um, what is what is that saying about our faith? Not saying we're not saved, but what is that saying about how much you're letting God work in you? Mm. Yeah. It's tough. That's just tough. That is tough. Because um, we want to get back to, well, they don't deserve to be forgiven. Right? Or they, they're not going to admit it. They're not going to receive it. Well, maybe true. Yeah. All right. We we have a busy day. Do you have anything else you're going to do today, Tim? Or anything else you want to say on this podcast? We have a couple minutes left, but yeah, I feel like I'm running out of gas. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything to say. So. Yeah. Oh well, we're gearing up for the Thanksgiving campaign. I mean, it's hard to believe that the, uh, November is right around the corner here, um, but we're gearing up for that, and we'll have um, be introducing some of those materials for our gratitude campaign on Sunday. They'll be available. We're gonna call um, it an attitude of gratitude. Sure, <laughs> if you want to. I think uh, there's a clip of Mr. T saying that somewhere because yeah. I remember him saying, "You gotta have an attitude of gratitude." That'd be <laughs> love your mama. Love you. That, that's, that's a terrible a... Mr. T impression. That was bad. Do you know Mr. T? Yeah. yeah. Personally, no. Okay. No. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think we could interview him? I don't know. That'd be awesome. We'd that would be awesome. That would make my write year. him a letter. I mean, I'm not a celebrity yeah. worshiper type right of guy, but Crowder, holy cow, I think I'd be Mr. in T. awe just to be in in the presence of Mr. T. Not the yes. same way in the presence of God or anything, of course. Well, that's good. Yeah, Mr. T's a big believer, you know. Yeah, he's cool. Big part of our first name, Mister. <laughs> Last name T. <laughs> I think it's first name, Mister. Middle name, period, last name, T, or something. I don't I forget how it goes. Uh, gosh, anyway, good old Mr. T. What yeah. were we talking about? Who knows? Attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. Yeah, the gratitude so. campaign is around the corner. Yep. So, well, yeah, get ready to be thankful. Yeah. So it's not just for one day a year. I wonder year. if our podcast listeners can forgive me for all the times I go wildly off track. If you can only see Tim's face sometimes. <laughs> Where are we going? Why are we talking about Mr. T? We need to wrap up, Tim, or we we're do, not going to do it oh, in yeah. time. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio. <laughs> I've been in a fool. <laughs>